with a TT career that goes back about 12 years, maybe 13 years. A young man came to the Isle of Man. He was in the R6 Cup for a while. Now, that was fun, wasn't it? That was banging old fairings. And it's James Hilly who joins us now. James, hello. How's things in lockdown? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not too bad, considering, to be honest. We're just itching to get out on a motorbike, you know. it's um, <clears throat> That's the worst bit, is just... Uh, been fettling in the garage but being able to physically get out and ride them is is um is what i'm missing so we just got to wait patiently until that day comes let's go back to 2008 making a jump from the short circuit which you're you're pretty darn good at to be fair and then coming to the isle of man tt now at that time there was a big drive to get young fellas like yourself at that time to come to the isle of man and what kind of sealed it for you to, to come here mm. I think it it was always something I wanted to do um, and if I'm honest I was probably still a little young I was only 22 in my first first year there and uh, um, going back I probably would have taught myself out of it for a couple of years but um, and I'm probably quite proud of how relatively sensible I was for that age at going to such a big a big race you know with such such high risk but um, you know it, it I never put a lot of pressure on myself to to win there and get to the sharp end. I just kind of learned steady and um, uh, here we are, you know, we're still there. I think it took a good sort of four or five years for me to really bump up and, and sort of open the door to the, to the sharp end lap times. But um, yeah, it was never going to be a sort of in and out type of thing for me. I was going in to do it properly and, and, and learn it and take my time. Do you remember your results in those first couple of races? The senior TT, you yeah. did DNF and that, but the other two, do you remember your results? Most riders uh, Well, Yeah, I only did the 600 in year mm -hmm. one. So um, we finished both. Only just finished the second race, I think, because I actually I actually jumped off at uh, at signpost, battling with Jamie Robinson to, to win over the line, be the first bike over the line. So, um, but we, I think it was, it was, well, I know it was 16th and 19th and we did 100 and, 19.6 or something was my best lap of the of the fortnight on a, on a 600 which was fairly good back then um but uh that was with uh the jackson brothers and martin bullock they kind of took me under their wing a little and um yeah i still i still remember actually uh the first lap you know and i don't think anyone ever forgets that the first ever experience mm. with the new, you know, as, as a newcomer being sort of set free is um, it's still something I envy now, the, the newcomers that go and that first lap they get is something that will stay with you forever. But you don't want that feeling again, do you, of being a newcomer? No, no, it's, you know, because they, you know, you, you find yourself worrying about a lot of things you probably don't need to and, and don't worry about the things that you do need to. Mm. So it's a very steep learning curve initially when uh, learning that, that course. So you did your first year and then you came back the next year with a bit of Kawasaki backing and one of the longest associations with one manufacturer of the TT you've had for a long time. Mm. Yeah, and uh, it just sort of, I mean, I didn't, say I didn't have any other options. I didn't really look for any other options. It just fell into place to, to go racing there and um, with what had fallen in at the time with Build, what was build-based Kawasaki um, through Bournemouth Kawasaki and Peter Extens's support um, for for 09. So we were we were actually on on the red build-based Kawasaki's, um, and then 2010 um, 
you know, it's certainly an eye opener actually just touching on going from the 600 up to the thousand CC was quite a jump. So, um, a bit of an eye opener, but, uh, yeah, I just, again, I just progress steady and tried to sort of pick away. And there was a couple of two years, I think I was stuck around 128 mile an hour and I never really progressed, although I felt I was getting faster. The times didn't come. And then, then we took a big jump the year. I don't remember which year maybe, but, um, yeah, it was never, never a rush. We kind of just went there to, to learn and, and build and, and see what we could do. Going back to that, uh, you're saying about when your speed jumped up. I mean, that year when you followed John McGuinness around, how much did you learn from, you know, from the 23 time winner? I mean, what else could you learn? I mean, what, what, what went through your mind during the behind him? Right, well, what am I going to pick up here? Well, <laughs> Look at the smile <laughs> on your face. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember it really vividly. And uh, he, he passed me actually, up, it was into Balacrane, um, into the Glen Helen section, I thought if I can just hang with him here for out to Cronkivody and see where we're at, you know, and learn a little bit. And um, it, it was nothing too dissimilar. It was just that it just, although we went faster, it kind of went almost back a gear where we were smoother. You know, I was kind of accelerating and braking, whereas following John that, that year, I just learned to kind of roll a little bit earlier, maybe, but less brake carrying the momentum and, it actually became a little bit easier, even though it got faster. And um, for that, that you know, we, we got through Glen Helen. Then I thought, right, see if I can hang with him to 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 like um, um, Solby. And then next thing, I'd done a lap. I thought, well, if I've done one lap, I can do another lap with him. And and uh, John almost did the work for me, to be honest. And and uh, I'd have to follow on and and kind of take me to that next zone of comfort level, you know, because initially I was out of my comfort zone. After a lap, it became more normal and then never really looked back. So it was, um, but I had to honestly had to sort of keep pinching myself. That was really a big, big year for me. And that race in particular was, was um, probably more than anything proved to myself that I could do what I need, what was needed to, to run at the sharp end. Having a TT win in the bank's all right as well, isn't it? Well, yeah, <laughs> it's better than none, but you know, it, it's still, uh, and, and being honest, you know, it's, 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 it's definitely nice to have one, but it's not the one I want. I don't want mm. to sound um, mm. un, ungrateful for that. It, you know, the, to, for me, the, the second place in the 15 senior TT means more. And, and um, I, I have a lot more pride in that result than, 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 than the win in the lightweight class, simply because of the, you know, that was a four lap sprint, that race in 15, John cleared off and showed us all the way and, all the way home and you know no one saw him which way he went and 15 uh, seconds that's all it was between his at the end yeah but well <laughs> yeah i didn't uh maybe it's not that much he'd have rolled though you know he, he won the race <laughs> he won that race on lap lap one yeah. and um and controlled it that you know and i think that's you know john's experience and knowledge of you know i think you'd yeah, be foolish to kind of try and win by by too much but um yeah that was probably my to date, that was my fondest TT sort of achievement and, and memory is, is 15, second place in 15. Riding for the Bournemouth Kawasaki team for so many years, you must have some fantastic memories. I'm sure some you can't tell us and some that you, you probably can tell us. Some of that really sticks in your mind, I'm sure uh, you, you guys are Phil, isn't it, that looks after you, isn't it, and all them boys? Yeah, it was, um, you know, we went right from sort of, the, you know, going back to the beginning, we didn't really know what we were doing. To be honest, we had a we had a motorhome. It was absolutely 
full to the brim and way, way overweight, you know, if we ever we got pulled and um, <laughs> it, it was, it was just what we had and what we worked with. And, and um, you know, the bikes were constantly being, you know, in the past recent years, you know, the bikes would arrive ready, you know, but um, in the early years, the bikes were constantly changing with, you know, we were trying to find places to get the fuel tanks uh, modified and bits and pieces made because parts were like not strong enough or, you know, and um, so loads of little, little stories and, 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 good memories to be honest you know it was um i think that's you know especially last year we 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 learned everything together you know i learned as a rider i learned how the team works and what the team needs they learned kind of what i needed and took a lot of like worry and any extra concern away because we had a lot of faith in well i had for a rider it's very important to have that faith in your team so um which is probably why it took so long for me to, you know, I, I hadn't moved sooner and I, I was so comfortable where I wasn't. And, and being truthfully honest, I didn't really have a great reason or, or want to change team other than to tick, tick the box and try something different, you know, because I don't want to, you know, the clock's ticking and I'm, I, I just wanted, really wanted to, 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 to step out of the comfort zone and, and into something new. So, um but yeah definitely um lots of good times we you know we and and tough times you know road racing isn't easy at times with you know certain experiences but um we've been through it together and 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 achieved some great things and and a very good tally of of um consistent finishes actually definitely sounds like it was a wrench leaving the Bournemouth Kawasaki team there for you yeah yeah it was hard and it you know and it something nearly happened a couple of years ago and it, it um, sort of did. And then I had to, f to pull back and change and I just, you know, it didn't, wasn't quite right. So, um, and, it, and I, and I think in the end I had to accept that whatever, wherever I go, it's never going to feel right. I had to sort of force it. And, um, you know, and I, I would probably come onto the OMG racing with um, it shortly, but um, you know, I, I had to force that move, force myself a little bit out out of what I wanted to do just to try it. And, um, you know, it was looking, looking good for, for this year. Tell us about some of your, your, your Alaban heroes, somebody that, that sticks in your mind. I mean, cause you know about the sport. I mean, your family follow you everywhere. They're important to you. We know that your business, et cetera, but let's, let's look at the Alaban memories that, you know, people, you look back on, and you think, God, blimey, how did they ride them speeds? I mean, I've got a little stat here. Mick Grant, was the first big win at the 75 uh, Senior TT. I mean, lapping at those sorts of speeds, they were lapping on those tyres and those brakes. And you go back even further back, you know, to the early days of Halewood and Agostini. Now, can you imagine, I mean, you guys are riding the classic bikes now. Can you imagine riding those? No, I, I, you know, I, 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 um, I thought, you know, if I did have a time machine, I know where I'd be going exactly, you know, and to, it would be June pretty much most years, you know, I think uh, to the Isle of Man just to, to witness because, you know, there is footage of them, but it's not true. You know, like now we get the real high res slow motions and you can just really appreciate what is going on. But the sort of old school, slightly fast forward black and white picks don't give it any, any just true justice mm -hmm. really. And, um, you know, I think, you know, they were, they were men back there. They were true, true men, you know, that would um, wrestle them old things around and, and even the mechanics building them, you know, because they were, they weren't the most reliable of bikes, you know, 
it, it's it's a true sort of. Um, they were all great engineers, weren't they? Yeah, massively, massive. You know, and then the, the pilots obviously riding them had to preserve them and look after them to get them home. But yeah, I, I think um, that's probably what really is so special about the TT is the such the the the, the, the massive array of differences you know over the years and and but the tracks pretty much stayed the same you know and uh something that really appeals to me is sort of being part of that history that's that that it has and is making well let's hope we make more history not this year obviously which is a bit of a shame hopefully for next year let's hopefully we get all this james i know you're a busy man you've got your business to run and everything as well best of luck when you do manage to get back on the bike and i'm sure uh, you're going to make some more TT uh, memories here on on our island. So, James Hillier, thank you very much for your time and all the best and stay safe. Thank you very much.